Welcome into Ravens Press Pass. It's NFL Combine Week in Indianapolis, and both John Harbaugh and Eric DaCosta have now met with the media. Now, before we jump into Coach Harbaugh's presser, Garrett Downing and Ryan Mink will be giving their takeaways from these press conferences, as well as what else has been going on at the Combine. So make sure you check out the Ravens Lounge feed soon for that episode. You can also find Eric DaCosta's Combine press conference in the Ravens Press Pass feed. So with that, here's what John Harbaugh had to say at the 2023 NFL Scouting Combine. All right, good to see everybody. Appreciate you being here. Been a great combine. What questions you have? Yeah, it's um, yeah. We've been texting back and forth here and there uh, over the last ever since the season was over. So I feel like Lamar's doing really well. Um, it's it's uh, it's just what it is. Part of the business, you know. It's what you expect when you have a great quarterback. When you make a great decision in the draft, you know, and I think we, I think Lamar has done a great job in terms of developing as a quarterback and winning football games and competing and doing all the things that he does. I feel like we've done a great job in terms of uh, bringing out the best in Lamar over the years, and uh, and it's just evident in the way he plays, you know. And so, he's my quarterback. He's my guy. I love him. And uh, as a coach, I just I'm looking forward to seeing it get done. But it's not easy, you know. It's never easy. It's the business part of it. So. Um, but I'm really hopeful and excited, fervently hopeful, and uh, can't wait for it to get done. Not very much, <laughs> you know, as, as little as possible, for sure. I mean, uh, our plans are for Lamar. One of the things we did, and I, I think some of it was written about, but when we uh, we had all these uh, went through a process with the, uh, the the offensive coordinator position. We we interviewed 14 candidates. We had 21 different different interviews. Uh, they were extensive interviews on Zoom and in person. And, of course, that comes up, you know, because we're talking about how we're going to build an offense. And all those interviews were based on Lamar being the quarterback. If Lamar's the quarterback. How are we going to build the offense? So that's the direction that we're planning for. Hey, John, to that end, there's a report that Lamar didn't have any input, per se, mm -hmm. into your selection as an offensive coordinator. What's your take on whether or not he should? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not black and white. You know what I mean? What does what what that mean exactly? I've heard different words about it. Lamar and I had a great conversation after the season about every aspect of our offense. Lamar is, I mean, he's, 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 uh, he, it matters to him. You know, he wants to be involved in the wide receivers. He wants to be involved in the offensive line. He wants to be involved in the scheme. Uh, he wants to put the best, he wants to be a part of the best offense in football. There's no doubt about it. So we talked extensively. The week after the season, that Wednesday or Thursday or whenever it was, and after that, it was all by text back and forth. It's a fast-moving process, as you know. Um, there's no way any one person besides the coach, the, me doing the interviews. I'm the only one that can be fully involved in every interview and do all the interviews. You're not going to have anybody involved with everything, and certainly not a player who's you know preparing to play football. But you do the best you can with that. I did the best I could with that. I think we all did. People like Anthony Weaver, who led the committee. Uh, was amazing in the whole process, and uh, all, everybody involved in the organization, the candidates that were involved. I learned a lot, and uh, I'm really confident in the outcome. I think it's been said, it's been written, wisdom is in the results, and uh, I'm pretty fired up about the results of that search.
Yeah, you know, that's not something I'm, I'm going to get too involved in in terms of what we do or how we do it. But I, I will say this about Lamar Jackson. There's no bigger, better competitor in football than Lamar Jackson. Lamar is a competitor, you know, and he's going to want to he's going to want to be a part of the best offense in football. And uh, that's what I that's what I know about him. And I'm just looking forward to getting to work. Yeah. Oh, he was injured. Yeah. 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 You know, everybody brings something to the table, and so many of these guys. I mean, what I found out, Cliff, is there's so many great coaches in football right now, and that's kind of like get you fired up. As a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a career professional football coach. And so that got me fired up. But Todd was unique for us. I think he's unique for Lamar, and he's unique for our offense and where we want to go and kind of our style. He's not, he wasn't kind of locked into a system quite as much. He's been in every kind of system. He's coached at every level. He's run the ball. He's thrown the ball. He's protected different ways. He's played with four, four, four and five wide receivers. He's had running backs. He's played with tight ends. He's kind of done everything, you know. He's played fast. He's played out of the huddle. All those things, I thought, were things that we're going to want to do going forward. So... You know, I'm, I'm excited about him. I just, uh, we've already started building the offense, you know, and, uh, you know, can't wait to get back to work after we get back from the combine on that. Oh, way back when? First impression of Lamar Jackson when we drafted him. Um, humble, determined, competitor. The first thing he said was, you know, I'm bringing a Super Bowl to Baltimore, and uh, and and I'm I'm a believer, man. I believe that's going to happen. Kind of getting back to your question, uh, that's you know things 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 are tough, man. It's a tough league. You know, it's tough to win every game. I'm just talking to the guys, my good friends in Philly, my good friends in Kansas City won the Super Bowl, right? My good friends in Philly lost the Super Bowl. My good friends in Philly, you'd think they didn't win a game this year, right now. That's how they feel. That's how it kind of works, and that's how we felt. That's how we felt after our Cincinnati game, you know. And, uh, but everybody does their best. Nobody does more than Lamar. I mean, I, I promise you, to your other question back there, I didn't mean to skip over it, but if he could have played just like all of our players, he would have played. There's no question in my mind about that. And he would have played as soon as he was ready to play. You know, hopefully it would have been next week, the next week. I don't know. But uh, never doubt that about Lamar Jackson. I mean, he's going to be out there. He's going to be competing. Uh, he's going to be given everything he's got in every situation. No, I don't think so. I think his focus was on getting his, himself back on the field. You know, you, you, you talk all about that stuff, but he was thinking singularly about one thing, rehabbing, uh, keeping the swelling out of his knee as much as he could. Uh, that's all he was thinking about. That's all he talked about. Oh, yeah, Tyler's a great leader. The guys love him. You know, he's a competitor. They believe in him. Uh, I love Tyler. Um, uh, he, uh, he's, he's a young, developing quarterback. He's, uh, he's, he's another competitor. He's one of our guys, so uh, he's got a great future. Well, here's the thing. Fortunately, I don't have to do that because I don't have to do the negotiating. So uh, I'm on Eric's and Lamar's side to get a deal done. You know what I mean? And so the thing I do know is that both those guys are, are good people. 
who want to get the deal done. And then the rest of it's just business, you know, so I'm sure they'll figure it out. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure that's challenging for the two guys involved, but I'm out of that. I'm, 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 I'm for the Ravens, and I'm for Lamar and Eric and us together. We're a team. You know, that's a great question, and I think that's still to be determined in terms of how we'll evaluate wide receivers. I, I know Todd will have a big part of that in terms of, you know, what he wants to do offensively. I'm excited about Rashad Bateman. I mean, let's not forget, we, we drafted Rashad three years ago, and, uh, you know, Rashad's had a couple nicks the last couple years, but I'm telling you, he's a supremely talented, supremely determined football player, and uh, he's, he's chomping at the bit to get back here and go. Been, I've been texting him. You know, guys like to text been texting him. I did talk to Isaiah Likely on the phone. We actually talked on the phone. That was a breakthrough in, you know, player-coach relationships in the 2020s. But, uh, no, he's, he's ready to roll. What about cornerbacks there? Can you kind of speak to the guy who's Cornerbacks? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's funny you say that. Yeah, I said I've been, I've been watching those guys on tape in between, uh, in between interview sessions. So I've probably seen, in my opinion, 10 cornerbacks that could go in the first two rounds. Uh, it's loaded. And they're all, they could, they're, you know, they're all great players. They're all potential starters, first-year starters. It's a great crew. Coach, what are some of the nuances that make any offensive coordinator transition difficult or challenging? And how do you think Todd is kind of approaching that challenge? Well, the good thing about Todd with that challenge is, is uh, he's been there before in a couple of different situations, so he's experienced with that. He's not a first-time coordinator. He's not a first-time new coordinator changing jobs. He's done it in the NFL. He's done it in college. He's done it both ways. So... Uh, I'm not too worried about it. I think when you talk to him, you get a feel. He's he's pretty secure in what he what you know how he looks at things. So he'll be fine. You know, it's a good question. How quickly does it take to determine a guy? Um, you got to be careful not to do it too quickly, because you can definitely make up your mind. Then you get like a little bias, you know, to your first opinion. And you don't want to do that because sometimes the more tape you watch, it can definitely sway what you think. So uh, you usually, you know, usually know pretty quickly, but you got to watch it all. It's a good question. Tampa Bay. Dave was a guy that we didn't know anything about. Um, talked to Coach Carroll about David, and uh, Coach Carroll really just gave a great recommendation in terms of who he was. And I would say it was all that Coach Carroll said and more. He was. Uh, he's a great guy. He's a very. Uh, Likeable guy, uh, you know, a good family man, you know, a strong faith person. But man, his con his command of the offense, not just the offense they ran in Seattle, but the one that the new one, the one that they've run for the last 10 years, and then his ability to deal with quarterbacks, I just thought was off the charts. But he's going to do a good job. Yeah, you know, I probably didn't as much. You know, I, was, I wasn't thinking so much about those ramifications. I just felt like and put my trust in the fact that, you know, we want Lamar and Lamar wants to be a Raven. And in the end, that's going to work itself out in my mind, you know. And then you just let Providence do its work. You let Providence do its good work. And I trust in that. So whatever Providence ends up determining in the end, I'm going to be all for, you know. And I think it's going to be what's best for everybody. But... I've always been confident that we're going to have, you know, it's going to get worked out, and I still believe that.
Do we fact or for the draft? You know, um, I, I think the scouts do that. You know, the scouts will factor that in, and they'll talk to us about it. My interest is going to be: Does he have a good heart? And and that's you know, obviously that's that's hard to define. But you know, bottom line: Does he you know does he treat people the right way? Does he respect other people? Is he fundamentally humble? And then, but you still want confident. We still want competitors. We still want very tough, persistent, resilient people. And then, you know, how, what's their football character as well? I mean, do they, are they tough? Do they like football? Do they like meetings? Do they want to lift weights? Do they want to practice hard? Are they into it? When they drive home at night, are they thinking about football? When they drive in in the morning, are they thinking about football? Because I am all the time. And you want the people around you to feel the same way. So that's kind of what we look for in players. Probably because he's that kind of guy we just talked about. I mean, he, he thinks football all the time, you know, and he's our kind of guy. You know, I don't know. We just I talked to we talked to one of the one of the receivers yesterday, and he uh, he played football since he was four, and it's the only sport he played, and he's pretty good at it. You know? So um, yeah, you usually like multi-sport guys though too. So it, football players come in all shapes and sizes, really. They really do. It's just kind of different than other sports. Uh, I watched. We watched a little bit of it. It was more in the, in the context of um, him expressing kind of how we, his vision for our offense going forward. So we watched some of their tape doing it. I didn't sit down and, and break down Georgia tape. Didn't have time. Would have been nice probably, but didn't feel like we needed to. I don't know. You know, I, I feel like again, you know, he's talking about Providence doing its good work. I think he's really good about that. You know. Talk about make no oath for the, for the future. You know, I think he's honest about that. That's probably the difference with him and, and all these other guys who, you know, act like they're, they're not, you know, they're not open about opportunities that come along. You know, Jim, Jim's open about it. I think his players respect that. His coaches respect that, you know, and, and uh, he's just an open book, man. He, he's a fun guy to be around. I saw some of the Michigan guys here. They just laugh about, you know, how, how fun it is to play there and, and what a good guy he is. So, uh, you know, I think he's a Michigan for life probably. But then again, you know, maybe God's got other plans, so we'll see. Can you be too honest? That's a really good question. It's a deep question. It's a whole lot of honesty involved there, right? I think that's, that's a good question for the philosophers, you know. Anything else? Yeah, Willie Taggart, man, one of the best coaches in football, no, no doubt. Groundbreaking person, groundbreaking coach, uh, uh, um, changer. He's a, he's a game-changing type of a person to me. Uh, one of the great offensive minds in the game for sure. Uh, he's going to bring so much to our offense. Our players are going to love him. I know Todd already loves him. Uh, he's a difference maker. T. Martin going to quarterback coach is another guy I'm really excited about. Uh, just not from the standpoint just of change, but the standpoint that I think T's been preparing for this for his whole life. T's a quarterback guy. He played the position, studies the position, and I can tell you this, when we interviewed him for it, he blew us out of the water with it. So we're still looking for a receiver coach. Uh, we're still looking for a safeties coach. Could even be guys on the staff presently. We're just looking at all options. We're taking our time. So that's where we're at with our staff right now. Um, 
You know what's interesting is very few guys have too many issues. You know, I can remember starting off 25 years ago and half the guys had really pretty kind of legitimate issues. Like nowadays they'd be like, they'd, they'd be blow up issues, everybody'd be talking about them. You know, college, is, it's tough to get through college nowadays. There's a lot of scrutiny, social media, cameras, phones everywhere. And these guys are on it, man. I mean, they are prepared uh, more than ever before. So it really doesn't come up very often. But I think when it does come up, you just got to decide where you draw the line. Our organization draws the line at certain things that we don't cross over. That's because Steve Bishotti makes that decision. But after that, we just try to judge who they are as people. Say that again. I would advise the player to be 100% honest. That's what I would say. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's a good question because relationships are always based on, you know, everybody's different, right? I go back to I think honesty is a big part of it. You know, if, as long as you can be honest with one another, even when it's a tough conversation. We talk a lot with our players about confrontation, and our idea of confrontation comes from my dad. Confrontation is, is get, it gets a bad rap, you know, in terms of definition. You know, confronting things is a good thing. We want to confront everything, but we don't want to confront anybody. We're not about confronting one another. We're about confronting all the issues that are between us and being the best we can be. So when you got two people, a head coach and a quarterback, that want to both be the best that they can be and want their team to be the best that they can be, then you're willing to confront everything related to football and being the best we can be. And that's the relationship that Lamar and I have. I mean, if Lamar's upset about something and he thinks something can be better, oh, he tells me. And if I've got an issue with something, you know, I ask him. <laughs> But we have a conversation about those things, you know, and I feel like uh, I feel like that honest part of it and just just saying, hey, what are we here for? We're here for football. We're here to be the best football team we can be. We're here to be the best football team in the NFL and prove it. That's what we're trying to do every single day. So doing that, we can confront everything related to that. And to me, that's what the relationship should be about with the quarterback, but also with all your players. All right. Thanks. All right. Appreciate you guys. Similar to Eric DaCosta, Coach Harbaugh remains very optimistic that a deal will get done with Lamar Jackson. He said he met with Lamar after the season and they talked about every aspect of the offense. John took a lot of questions about the Ravens QB, but he couldn't be more clear. He wants Lamar Jackson in Baltimore long term. Harbaugh also seems very excited about new offensive coordinator Todd Munkin. He said Munkin has worked with a ton of different offenses, and all the things he has done are what the Ravens want to do moving forward. He also had great things to say about T. Martin, the Ravens' new quarterbacks coach, as well as newest addition Willie Taggart, who Harbaugh called a game-changer. Thanks for listening to Ravens Press Pass. Just a reminder, DaCosta's press conference is also available now in the Ravens Press Pass feed. And we'll be dropping the NFL Combine Takeaways episode of the Ravens Lounge soon as well. If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review, and we'll be back with you soon.